Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM and you join us here on Bank Holiday Monday at Stainton Park and later in this week's show we're going to be bringing you all the action from this afternoon's game between the league leaders Radcliffe and our beloved FC United of Manchester. In the middle of the show, because there's three parts to this show, part two features the women's team match from yesterday when FC United hosted Halifax in the League Cup. We'll be bringing you all the highlights from that game. But to kick the show off this week, let's go back to Saturday when FC United hosted Macclesfield at Broadhurst Park. And let's hand over to myself and Woodzo pre-match for our little pre-match thoughts ahead of the game. Well, hello, good afternoon and welcome FCers from across the world. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And welcome back to Broadhurst Park, this time in daylight hours following Tuesday night's marvellous game. Hours. Yeah, marvellous <laughs> game of football between FC United and Ilson Town. And joining me now for a little catch-up following that result on mm. Tuesday, but also looking ahead looking to ahead. this afternoon's game. And it's a big one, dear listener. FC United taking on Macclesfield of the great county of Cheshire. So welcome back to the man from the great county of Lancashire. It's Woodzo. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm not yeah. giving too much away there by saying you're from Lancashire, am I? Well, I think it's a given, isn't it? Well, I mean, it depends how you, how you, how you define things, really. You know, 1974 boundary changes didn't really help. But ho hum, let's not let's not dwell on that. Well, uh, never forget. Um, right, so <laughs> FC United taking on Macclesfield today, but uh, we'll hear from Neil Reynolds and his pre-match thoughts shortly. But what are your pre-match thoughts heading into this one? Well, I listened to him, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Spoiler alert and all that. Obviously, there's been a couple of changes in the team with Monday in mind. Games coming thick and fast at the moment with Tuesday, Saturday, Monday. It should, in theory, be an absolute classic. It should be two good footballing teams going at it. You know, for 90 minutes, uh, and on that basis, on our usual form against him, anything can happen. We probably, you know, on that basis, we, probably, we, we come away with three points, but I think literally anything can happen today. I think it could be a 1-0, it could be a, a close draw. Either team could actually run away with it. Probably favour Macclesfield on that ahead of us because of the players they have and, you know, the fitness side of things potentially. But that's, you know, we've got a great opportunity to, to get three good points today. We picked up three good ones on Tuesday, carry it on today. Now, let's touch upon Tuesday because that was such a brilliant performance for FC United. Um, you know, we were saying about the defence needed to tighten up after the Stafford game last Saturday. Tick, job yes, done. Brilliant. We said we needed to improve going forward. I think we really did, we did. on Tuesday. I know we only scored one goal, but we could have scored a few more, actually. Um, it was just a good performance, wasn't I mean, it? It wasn't a game of, of, of masses of chances for either side. Uh, just a good game though it was wasn't a good it? game of football absolutely and, and, and you know, the officials had, didn't have, had a, shall we say, an erratic game that added to it and made it a good game as well because there, there, you know, there was things they were and weren't seeing and giving and not giving and letting things go and it just made it, the whole thing just made for a good evening um, I, I was on that performance I was shocked that Ilkeston had the start they were I, I wasn't expecting I thought they'd be better than that they had one I, I understand they were missing a, a couple, couple of key players, players. Yeah, yeah. second half they came into it as you expect and, and you know, I wouldn't say we were hanging on at the end of the game, but it was as I would have expected. They then got strong as the game went, chasing that equaliser. In previous seasons, in previous games, we, we may have folded, got a draw, maybe even lost the game. The fact that we defended as we did and, and came away with three points is is massive, and it's massive for today as well. Because um, we'll, we'll, we'll be under pressure today at times. 
similar to what we were. If we can defend, it's the same back five unit at the four in front and the keeper. Just mentioning that back five. Yeah. We could have quite easily given the man of the match to check TM. We you could, could have given it to anyone at one, one, one to eleven, to be we, honest. We could have given it quite easily to Guy Hall. And, and doing the highlights back, which are now available on the FC United YouTube channel, it's remarkable just how far up the pitch TM and Hall were. Yeah. Um, and we're talking like crosses into the box from TM, which go, goes towards the back end of the penalty area, and who's there to recover possession? But Guy Hall, it's just, it was just a well, I good thought there was set a player that you and good energy. Yeah, good energy, absolutely. But I there's a player you haven't mentioned there who I thought was poor last Saturday, and he had a great game in Curtis Jones. Yes. You could tell he'd not played for a good few weeks, and that's understandable. He was rusty. He was outstanding on, but then, like I say, you can perm, perm anyone from anybody who, who came onto the pitch, probably with the exception of Donahue, because he only lasted. 45 minutes but he, he you know even then he was pretty even then he played that. all right absolutely so <laughs> you know it was a good game two decent sides I, I was a slightly disappointed in them but then it wasn't because we won the game so you know I was quite happy that they weren't any they weren't that, just that little bit better because they may have they may have got something out of it um, not giving too much away with the starting selection uh, I mean I'll give you the team news because it's out well. in the public domain now anyway it is uh, boys TM Hall Donahue Oliver so Donahue starts uh, which is important to say after being brought off on Tuesday precautionary as we understand uh, Oliver Jones Matt Kane McLaughlin starts Bellardo, Morris and Fitzmartin to me that looks like we're going 4-4-2 but who knows um the thinking is, obviously, Charlie Ennis was our man of the match. We spoke about it ahead of, of Tuesday night's game, just about that stability in midfield and a bit of a level head. I think we saw that on Tuesday night. Yes. But today, the thinking is containing Max midfield with the energy of McLaughlin and Donahue. And, Donahue. Um, and, and as you'll hear in the interview in a minute, you know, McLaughlin won man of the match against Macclesfield for a scam last year in one of the games. So, you know, that, that, can, that can come into it. You've also got Monday's game, yeah. which I think that is the Charlie has the pretension game, to be a more of a challenge than this one. I think. Well, that is a Charlie Ennis game. That's Charlie Ennis game, absolutely. And a Luke Griffiths game. Yes, if yes. I'm being honest, you know, going go to Radcliffe when they're not top of the league on that pitch on a bank holiday Monday, and that ground isn't great. When when they're flying and banging him in left, right, and centre, you know that's that's the that's the one game I've got my eye on this weekend. Thinking, I'm not looking forward to that. I think. These are the type of games we we do tend to do well in. Two football, you know, we're playing a football inside. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to work on the assumption. Not seen them play, but I would imagine they are. Look at the type of players they have. Yeah. But again, we've mentioned it before. Uh, there's not too many of these on Monday, if any. But certainly today, we've got the old player syndrome, which I don't like. You know, we had it at Marine, and we had it last Saturday with Belford, who put you know, and, and today we've got Piers, Curran, on the bench. We've got uh, Campbell. Who, he was a, a, a cameo with us. Last season, Salford season Loney, wasn't Salford it? Loney, who lasted yeah. a half and or just over a half, and then twenty minutes here, and then went on to score loads of goals in the league above for Curzon, rather bizarrely. Pemberton's failed a fitness test, so he's not featuring. I don't like playing against ex-players because they're up, they're up for it. But, well, we you know, saw that Marine, didn't we? Really? We saw it's a Marine, you know. Uh, but these are the games we tend to do well. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I, I think a draw personally. I can see a, I can see a draw. I'd take a draw. Well, let's see what happens. Well, Woodsow, a big thank, thank you, you no for problem. joining us pre-match for this little chat. But let's hear the pre-match thoughts now of the FC United manager, who I caught up with moments ago. Well, welcome, Neil, to FC Live and uh, FC United taking on Macclesfield today. Big game, but uh, FC United coming to this in good spirits, I'm going to suggest, after Tuesday night. What's, what was training like on Thursday? I think, just putting aside Tuesday, the spirits have been really good. I mean, even 
even when we got beat at Marine the way we did, you know, we carried on playing in the manner that we played right till the 90th minute. And spirit was good on the Thursday. We then got Stafford with another couple of mistakes. But then I said what we did last Saturday, and we had a really good time last Saturday in terms of on the WhatsApp group. And we had a good hour laughing and joking together, learning things. And then that took us into Tuesday. It's always good when you win, you know. But I wouldn't say there's more of a bounce. I think the lads have just come in focused on the next game or the next weekend hand, obviously the Bank Holiday weekend. And, you know, we're looking forward to taking on a really strong Macclesfield side today. I'm assuming you've uh, either watched or had a word with uh, Mark Felt Lancaster just about that remarkable result on, on Tuesday. Is, is there anything we can take from that no, Macclesfield loss? Listen, Macclesfield have been on an unbelievable rise. I think they last lost the league game in November. Uh, so they've done really well. You know, they've gone to... They've gone to Lancaster, uh, which is always a really tricky place to go, whoever you are. You know, Lancaster have always got the ability to, to turn it on. You know, they're good at home as well. And, and what they did was, you know, they, they set about Macclesfield, they set traps, I watched the game, and I think Macclesfield didn't understand how Lancaster were going to play. And, you know, they were probably brave, Macclesfield, leaving out Dawson and Curran, probably the two best players. But, you know, as managers, you, you learn by your decisions. So, you know, for me, it's just a, it's a blip for Macclesfield. They're going to still be right up there at the end of the season. And I think in this league, it's been seen you're never going to go through a season unbeaten the last time we played Mac was uh, last July or August time in a pre-season friendly mm. there's still players who, who featured in that in that two-all draw is there anything we could we, we could take from that game as well because they had a 2-0 lead and we, and we brought it back and probably should have won that game yeah I mean there's, there's quite a lot we can take from it and there's players that we know obviously Tom Pierce has been here yeah. Trey Pemberton's been here Alex Curran's been here look at Heathcote we know about Heathcote as centre-half and, uh, and, and we know about uh, Mendy you know, and, and, and in wide areas, you know, they've got Kengi and they've got Duffy and Alpha Warrington. They've got they've got options everywhere. Brandon Lee, Trey, I think my Trey may be doing a fitness test today, but they've got Fence who can go in there. They're a really, really good side. And when we played them, they were a really, really good side. So I've, I'm expecting a, a really good game of football today. You know, we're, we're not, you know, like I said to the lads, we respect every team, but we don't fear anybody, you know. But when you play against a side that are on the magnitude of Macclesfield and, and obviously the rise and, and the, 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 the fan base and the, the backing that they've got, you always think, you know, they should be right up there. But but I back our side and I think, you know, we'll give everyone a game on, on our day. Let's touch upon our side. I mean, um, like we've already mentioned about, about the Tuesday mm. performance, um, we, I think we said it in commentary, I don't know how your team can keep up that level of energy, especially TM and, and Guy Hall. That's going to be the test, isn't it, with two games back-to-back like we have over this Bank Holiday weekend? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, as a manager, you know, you look at it, and, and we, are, we have made changes today, Ben. You know, we have to do to keep everybody fit and fresh, and maybe one or two changes that people would have expected, but, you know, I think when you're on the back of a clean sheet, it's really hard to change your back five, so obviously the back five remains with Czech, CJ, Charlie, and, and Guy with, with Pat in behind. But then, you know, you've, you've, got to, you've got to not worry about them, but you've got to be wary that they've got the likes of Alex Curran who drops in the pocket. They've got the likes of Dawson. So I'm looking at legs today in midfield, so I'm going with a combination of Donahue and McLaughlin, that McLaughlin, uh, who, who they're both powerhouses, they've both got legs. They can, you know, hopefully one will do a job on Dawson, one will do a job on Curran. And then it's, and then it's you know, looking at the front four, you know, Keen Baru has just come back from injury, so he was fatigued, so he'll drop out today. Max Kane will go in. You know, then you've got Nick Bellardo, uh, you've got Elliot Morris, and you've got Jay, Jay Fitt. So, you know, you've got a good side. But you've, you've, we've also got this game, but you've also got to be mindful we've got a game on Monday as well. And, and lads, 
you know, can't or won't play back-to-back games, not in every position. Some will have to do, but some won't. So, you know, people might look at it and think, oh, well, he's got man of the match and you've been brave to leave him out. But also, Charlie hasn't kicked a ball hardly this season. He's played 90s and training Thursday, so we might get him ready for, for Bank Holding Monday. We don't know. But it's, that's what you've got to think of as a manager. And, and just a, a question about uh, Michael Donoghue. Obviously, he, he came off on, on Tuesday. It was only precautionary. Are you comfortable that he's going to be... Okay. No, not really. No. Donahue always tells me he's all right and then drops <laughs> out. But, but the thing is, when Donahue tells you he's all right, you've got to play him. You know, and he's come through fitness tests. He's he's come through everything. He said it's fatigue. You know, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not sitting here and saying he's going to get through the warm up yet. I've, I've worked with Donahue too long now, and he's he's that finely tuned as an athlete. He, he might just get a tweak, and if he does, he'll have to drop out. And you know, then Griffiths may go in or, or Ennis may go in. But for today. You know, we're picking a side that, that you know, Dent McLaughlin played against Maxfield last season for Skemmon, you know, got man of the match, ran yeah. all over him, and that's part of the thinking. Donahue dropping in that deep line role, you know, got legs and energy, that's another way of thinking. And also Dex set pieces, six foot one, six foot two. So, you know, I hope Donahue comes through and I hope he puts on a tantalising performance. I know that what he's capable of. But we just, it's, it's a squad game. It's a squad game. And, you know, we've got a, you know, we're still looking at Lewis Coulton hasn't made the squad today and Pal hasn't made the squad and Charlie Munro's out injured. So it's just a case of resting and rotating and hopefully, you know, the, the starting 11 will, will do the business and if they don't, we look to the bench. And, and last question, um, it's, it's a rarity this, but FC United's home form in August has been pretty good in the, in the two matches. We've had some enjoyable games against Worksop in Ilkeston. Are this young team ready for the atmosphere today, which is going to be a bit of a cauldron-like atmosphere? I'm going to suggest slight Stockport many years ago. I hope so, you know, but you've got lads in there that have never played in front of 300, let alone, you know, kind of nearly 3,000. So it's going to be difficult. And when I say lads like that, I mean Dent McLaughlin. You know, he hasn't featured yet, you know, in, in terms of our home fans. So you've got to put that up as well. There is obviously lads will be a little bit nervous and apprehensive, but nerves are good. You know, turn it into positive energy. But I always say ignore the noise. Concentrate on what we do. Believe in our principles play our football which has been good at home and uh, not been good away even though the results haven't been and hopefully come quarter to five we've got another three points but if we don't get three points make sure that people go away saying that FC United have got a good side and, and, and I think in the four games that we've played so far people are going away saying this is a good young side and, and we'll take that but hopefully we can you know we'll take it and uh, build on it and get some more points on the table Absolutely Well Neil big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, all the best today and catch up at full time Brilliant Cheers Ben and Curran looks like the man Great shot and a great save. Really was. Was headed for the top corner there. Full stretch, two hands from a Pat Boys. Tips it away for a corner. So Declan McLaughlin over this. And uh, can he find a way past this wall? Three in the wall for Mac. There's McLaughlin. Plays a low one and it's a rebound and it's there and it's Max Kane. Great low free kick. And Max Kane was the one who was alert to tap it in with his left foot. Kengi. And good work from Hall. Doesn't quite complete the challenge there. And now the ball is all the way back to Heathcote. Heathcote plays it out left flank. Bit of space for Duffy now. Duffy to bring it towards the box now for Macclesfield. Now Corrin just outside the box. Onto his left foot. Into the box now Corrin. Cross. Good goal. And... Uh, not tight enough, it's 1-1. Corran there, just find a little bit of space and just played a first-time ball with his left foot and uh, beats Boyce to his left-hand side. Guy Hall was fouled blatantly. And that's a, yeah, I thought that when it happened, but the referee waved it on. But here comes Duffy. 
They take this corner, far post really swinging out there, nodded back towards the danger area, ball allowed to bounce there, and now it's Duffy, oh and he goes down, nothing doing, but a chance here, the ball is back, it's a left footed shot, tipped over the bar, FC had a chance to clear then, and didn't do so, Macclesfield uh, well, semi surrounding the referee, thinking the sort of a penalty, nothing doing says the referee, thought nice ball Curran there, Curran 35 yards out, pressurised by Oliver who comes out, Oliver does ever so well and then is fouled by Curran great work by FC Oliver. looking to take it quickly, they do so, here's Keegan Hartley, 3 on 3 Keegan Hartley, 30 yards out Keen Maru brought down no and the referee doesn't give that, but no see him, check team Trying to throw it. There is a, has to be a penalty. He's given that one. He's given a penalty. He's given it. It is a penalty. Well, there's been a few turned down, but he's United. given that. Check team, fleet of foot there. Good work from him. He's got great close control. And Macclesfield sticking a leg out there. Well, big moment for Luke Griffiths here. Big moment for Max Johnson. We have just under two minutes and there will be plenty of added after this. Griffiths, can he convert? It's 1-1. Griffiths to get FC the lead. Here he comes. And he scores! He sends the keeper the wrong way. It's a perfect penalty. Well, I can say now that Griffiths has scored three out of three from the spot. Well... A game that deserved well, either a winner or a grandstand finish, which we're going to have. There's still argument with the referee here. Well, it's been a great performance from FC. Whatever happens, we're into the final minute. I would have thought at least six added minutes. Nodded back then. McLaughlin gets a foot on that. It's head tennis centre field. Now back trying to break here, and here's Curran. Curran, can he find the through ball? The Keggy. Into the box, it's a chance for Duffy! Great save, boys! Magnificent save with his feet, corner ball! And uh, good work from McLaughlin. And it's all over! And FC United have scored a famous, famous victory here in a superb contest. And there have been decisions at either end that either side could look at. But in the end, FC United with a superb 89th minute penalty from Luke Griffiths have won this game by two goals to one. Great game, two good sides. Uh, they posed us a lot of problems, especially the last 20 minutes of the first half. I think they got a goal against a runner play. It rocked us slightly. We got in at half time, we were very calm. We got key points across. And then second half, it was all us really. You know, I think it was all us. Then one or two moments, you know, Pat made a save, but so quick on the front foot, so exciting going forward. And we deserve the penalty, you know, I don't watch penalties. Not sure where Griff put it, but the reaction from the crowd was, you know, amazing. But another pleasing performance and you know, all we can do is try and beat what's in front of us. Wonderful first quarter of the game. What was the, what was the plan? Well, whatever the plan was, it was well executed. Do you want to talk about what, what I mean, you we, wanted from the players? We watched today. them against Lancaster. We knew that they were quite slow at the back. We knew we, we needed to get onto them. We knew we needed to force them to go long, and we did, and then we could recycle the second ball. We did it really well, and that was our key instruction. And then they hit us, you know, go, I think the referee should have done better. I think it's a foul, but... And then, you know, we, we just dropped off. I don't know if you've seen how many long balls we started going. We started going big, and, 
our key instruction at half time was for Charlie Oliver and Curtis Jones to step over the halfway line and I don't think they had to go long all second half it was a pass into feet it was a pass so we just lost our discipline slightly but that's a again a new group that are learning new ways and you know they've, they've figured another way out today and, and they've got out of it and they've done brilliant Czech team wins the penalty and he's got this ability hasn't he to sometimes I think he puts himself in a bit of trouble but he's got incredible close control and, and the leg was out and he went over um, and then Griffiths well you didn't see it where did he put it per, to, the, to the keeper's right keeper went the wrong way but it was buried really well but um, you must be happy with the, that bit of the job we, was done. Well, I mean, we were brave today. I mean, we lost honours to a hamstring. We put Young Deck in today. I thought it was excellent. You know, Griffin, Charlie Ennis sat out. Got a game Monday. You know, we've got to keep everyone fresh and turn things around. But it was a it was a pleasing performance. You know, that's what that's that's what we can say. And I think on the balance of play, uh, I would have been disappointed if we didn't win the game. Uh, I think they've got a good side. Uh, I really do think they've got a good side. And. Uh, they'll do well this season and, and like I said all we can do is try and beat what's in front of us but we were we probably played Macclesfield at a good time today because they lost the first game since November we knew they were going to be smarting slightly and when you come here you, you come into a really good footballing team and you know I think we moved the ball really really well but today we we think it's a well over a decade since FC won their first three <laughs> home games in a season so you're smashing records all over the place you know, they're, they're just they're so good to work with James honestly they're such a young group they're such a hungry group uh I thought when Keen Baru came on, he just lit the place up, you know, and that's what he's got. They're just brilliant to work with. And, you know, every time they cross the white line, whether it's home or away, they'll do the best to, to one, play the right brand of football, and two, to win football games. And, and all you can do is, is ask them to do that. And sometimes it'll go wrong, sometimes it goes right. And, you know, it's gone right three times this season, it's gone wrong twice this season. But we've just got to, listen, there's nothing won or lost in August. We've just got to keep our feet on the ground. You know, we're near our points total that we had uh, from the first from the first six games so if we can we can achieve that points total then, then we'll be really happy and uh, you mentioned uh, Pat Boy's made a save but he made some very good he made a few <laughs> saves I mean he really did it was a quite the statistic is quite big and some of them were really uh, decent saves I mean, he's, he's great with his feet you know he makes it but it, I mean managers say that he's there to, that's what he's there for isn't he you know and, and he does make great saves but it is good he's so calm he's kicking he's presence he's catching he's talking I think he's got a really good relationship and understanding now with Charlie Oliver and, and Curtis Jones who are who are excelling in my opinion but yeah but listen you, you're going to have to be saves. you're going to have to make saves against good sides and good sides like Radcliffe Macclesfield they're going to force keeping into good saves so we've just got to Listen, James, we've just got to keep our feet on the ground. We're all buzzing now. We're absolutely buzzing. I can't wait. You celebrate with the fans. It's going to be electric. But then we've got to turn it around really quickly. We've got a big game on Monday. And Donoghue, uh, hamstring, you say, a few games then? Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be two to three weeks for Donners. But, listen, that's why we've got, you know, Charlie Munro's just around the corner now. He got Luke Griffiths, Deb McLaughlin, Charlie Ennis. We said last, we said in pre-season, didn't we? If we get an injury to Donners, we can't be turning around and going not having a, an adequate replacement. And we have. But Deb McLaughlin was outstanding today. Uh, I really do. I thought he was outstanding, and sometimes, unassumingly, goes about his business. But I was, uh, listen, I was chuffed with them all. You know, it's a great three points. We're, we're delighted with it. But like I said, we're going to watch Radcliffe's game now. I've got, I'm going to have a busy weekend now. I've got to turn it round. I've got to watch everything, get all the analysis side set up, and get ready for Radcliffe on Monday. Uh, yeah, we've what sort of game they are? Runaway leaders now. Have they won today? They won five two. There, I think there was a turning point in that game. Mass were winning one nil. Seems like Mass player got sent off. At the same time, they got their first and then they won five. So they're, they're flying, aren't they? They won five from five. They've got a great side. They've got National League players in Jordan Hume. We know we'll travel in our numbers to Radcliffe. They'll have plenty of people on this. Bit of needle in the game. We've got to go there. We, we know our points total to go there. And if we, 
Listen, I'll tell you, you know, if we come out of the first success with 10 points, with the start we've had, wow, that's unbelievable. And then we can kick on. That's, that was our points total. And, and getting that against Matt today has given us that real opportunity to, to go now. Can we set up? Can we get a point off Radcliffe? Of course, we're going to set up to get three. But if we could get a point and turn it around, great. If we don't, you know, if we, go, we end up nine from 18, it's still a solid start. So we'll go in there in good spirits to win the football game. We know it's going to be difficult, but I think every game's difficult. FC Live there from Saturday afternoon. And shortly, we'll be finding out how FC United got on in that Bank Holiday Monday match at Stainton Park as FC United travelled to near neighbours Radcliffe. But before that, let's go to part two of this week's show. That takes us back to Broadhurst Park on Sunday afternoon when FC United hosted Halifax in the League Cup. And to find out how FC United got on in this one, let's hand over to myself and Paul back at Broaders Park. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broaders Park. And you join us here on a Sunday afternoon for the return of Women's Team Live as FC United and Manchester host Halifax here in the National League Cup determination round. Determining round. And Stato Paul is with me for this uh, broadcast today. Hello Paul, how are we? Good afternoon. Um, so, um, before we get into team news and that kind of thing, just give us a little bit of background about Halifax. They're in the division above, FC United. This is the follow-on from, from last week's game uh, against Doncaster Bells, in which we said that this is basically game dot. This is the start of things. This is basically the follow-up. What, what should we expect? Because this is tough today. Halifax were Brighouse Town until the summer. So we've played Brighouse a few times. They had a couple of our players, of course. Halifax are a division above us, so they're in the Northern Premier Division. They finished fifth last season. But they've not played yet, have they? They've not played yet this season, which is interesting. So they could be a bit rusty this afternoon, which gives us a little bit of hope. I believe Jenny's spoken highly of them in midweek. She knows some of their players. We don't know them that well because they've changed a bit since we saw them as Brighouse. But FC United have changed a little bit since last week's game against Doncaster. We did uh, obviously speak to Jenny post-match and we were saying, you know, this, this is a work in progress. It is going to develop as we go and it's developed in, in the blink of an eye. Sophie Donald is back today. Uh, Corey Mather, who's now named officially the, the captain of FC United, she'll be playing right back, I'm assuming, and playing left back, Abby Carrington, Paul. It's, it's very good to see Abby back uh, in the side. She's a formidable presence. We know what she brings to the team. Um, she'll provide a barrier down that left-hand side that we've missed at times during the season. We've also got somebody on the bench um, who we know well. Yes, Shauna Jean is back as well uh, on, on the bench. Uh, also on the bench, and this is another crucial thing, last week we only had one substitute, and that was Elsie Baxter. Um, this week it's a bit better than that, Paul, isn't it? We've got, we've got a full five. Yeah, we've got selection options suddenly, which is good. Obviously, some transfers that were not completed have gone through now, uh, so we've got some more options. Yes, and the exciting news is the signing of uh, Keena Dill. That's quite a high-caliber signing, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, I mean, there's what Jenny has been able to do is to draw players from a high caliber. So hopefully that will continue and... Um, will improve as a squad in terms of strength but obviously I think today's team starting 11 is significantly stronger than last week. Yes absolutely uh, but it's still uh, a little bit of a trip into the unknown for FC United today uh, taking on a team one division 
above ourselves. Uh, but uh, let me give you the starting 11 for FC. It's Donald, Mavert, Carrington, Carlin, who had a great game last week, we should say. Uh, Kershaw, Dill, Walton, Janice Reeves, the new vice skipper of the team. Uh, Firth, Ritchie and Donnelly. And uh, we mentioned Reeves there, Paul. Quite right, she's become vice-captain of the club, isn't it? Really, base. We saw it, flickers of it last season, but that performance last week. I think if you want to see somebody give an example on the field, then Shanice Reeves is the one. And, and in the interview that we did with Jenny post-match, um, she did talk up her influence in the dressing room and what she can bring. So it's good to see her recognised in terms of her responsibility because she does a lot of captaincy on the pitch, really, without the armband. The substitutes for FC United, uh, Bowater, Jean, Acta, who also had a good game last week, uh, Baxter and Wildin. And Paul, I'm going to use a footballing cliche. People love footballing cliches, don't they? Today, free hit. Yeah, very much. I think it would be a surprise if FC prospered against the side at high level. But having said that, we've done that before. We're about to get this game underway here. So without further ado, let's hand you over to your expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. This is FC United of Manchester against Halifax in the National League Cup determining round. And here's your expert commentary team. It's Dato Paul, but first, me. Nice ball there to find Sobe. Sobe plays the ball back into midfield. Sobe gets the ball back on the edge of FC United's penalty here. Turns, shoots, down to Donald. Right-hand side. A good goal that from Halifax and a good finish. Not much Donald could do once he gets to that point. Targeted really well there. And Richie lets the ball bounce and then... Does a nice back heel to Reeves. Reeves now over on the right-hand touchline. Reeves rides one challenge, moving forward, looking to beat Wilcock. And does towards the byline, into the penalty area, plays the ball back. Here's Richie. Richie goes for goal. It breaks, saved by the goalkeeper. Only as far as Walter on to the box. Oh, just oh. wide. Well, chances. That was good stuff from FC United. Donald is over there to cut that out. In it comes towards the back end of the penalty area. Into the six-yard box. A good ball in. And a header was won there. And I think it was Izzy Dean who met that ball. And uh, FC United unfortunate. But they're now trailing by two goals to nil. 42 minutes on the clock. Corner kick. In it comes. It's another good ball in. And it's another header won. Yards from goal there. FC United, instead of going in at half-time, 1-0 down, are now going in at half-time, 3-0 down, Paul. Two corners there, pretty much sealing the tie as well, unfortunately, just before half-time. Yeah, they, I think they've got a bit of a height advantage on the set-pieces, and uh, they've made it pay off there, particularly. Throwing taken, Walton's there, Walton gets to it, can she keep the ball in play, though? A back heel towards Reeves, Reeves gets to it, Reeves by the corner flag, cross that ball in, it's a good ball in! Oh. And there's Richie on the near post! And FC United, four minutes into the second half, I've got to go back, and that was all about determination, in particular determination down here on this near touchline. I think everyone thought Reeves was run out of road there. She got a ball in, and it was a good run towards the near post area there for Ella Ritchie, who opens her account for FC United, and FC deserved that goal, Paul. They do, and uh, Ritchie poached that goal very well. Obviously, the work of Reeves there was absolutely superb. We've had uh, approaching the hour mark here at Broadhurst Park. And corner to Halifax from their right-hand side. Halifax attacking the right-bound road in the second half. In it comes towards the near post. Donald doesn't get to it. And there on the back post was Wilson. 
And it's a good finish, really, on the stretch. But 4-1 the score now, Paul. Yeah, again, for the third time, corners are undoing this afternoon. And uh, that one found its way to the back post, uh, which wasn't protected as well as it could have been, perhaps. Shot comes in, takes a deflection, and wide oh. of the reach of Donald. And that's an unfortunate way to concede a goal there by FC United. There wasn't much happening, and it was just a just a random shot, wasn't it? A bit of speculation from the Halifax player. I think it was Stevens, wasn't it? And took a massive deflection, and in it goes, and it's 5-1. Good pass. That is a great ball to Van Green, but uh, just beyond Green, but Green keeps it in play. Plays it back into Stevens on the edge of the box. Goes for goal to Donald's left. Donald can't keep it out. And that tops off this tie. On 89 minutes, it's 6-1. Well, Janet, a big thank you for joining us uh, after that one. You said last week, use the term, little steps make big journeys or, yeah. or begin big journeys. This is another step forward here today, I think. This, this was progress from last week, despite the scoreline. Again, yeah, I've just got to kind of narrow it down to the performance, the focus that we was looking at today in terms of the new system, new players being in that system. It was quite difficult for them at times and I think that it was a completely new system to them today in terms of the wing backs and they'd done a lot of running, a lot of hard work and I thank them for that today. We was looking at areas to set traps um, and, and trying to. F our game plan was to try and frustrate Halifax. We know that they were going to play the long balls so we're saying look you need to sit in and then we need to pick up the first and the second balls and then we need to look at the counter attack and then how we build. We had a bit of a shaky start, I think, in terms of how we wanted to play. We were a bit too open, but then we got the messages on. They started to come together to work on certain things. Um, we spoke at half-time. We put some different things in place at half-time, and we got the goal, the early goal in the second half, which, which just shows, like, look, again, we talk about those small steps. That is a small step. Having that belief, having that resilience to get up again after the, the, the two late corners that we conceded from in the first half. They showed great resilience to go, right, come on, we go again. But what it does show today is we've got a lot of work still to do. And I've just spoken about that. Like Everyone's got to be at training this week. Everyone's got to be getting into the team meetings so they can understand the system. They can understand how we organise the set plays. They can understand how we play on transition and look to play on the counter in these types of, of, of games. Uh, when, when we're playing up against good opposition like Halifax, it, it's, it's really important that we do that. So there's some good stuff to take from today. There's some clear areas of development we've got to work on. We'll regroup, we can control the controllables and um, we go again. Here's the thing, I mean, you mentioned the fact we all thought we were heading, being only 1-0 down at, at half-time mm. and they, they scored those two goals. And that, that's the point, isn't it? It's encouraging in a way, in a strange way, that most of the goals we've conceded today are actually all preventable. There's only been a couple where Halifax have actually manufactured them themselves. They've either been from corners or from mistakes at the back. They've been yeah, preventable. And, and when I spoke to the players, I went, look, I, on one hand, I'm really frustrated because they are things that, as a team, you should be super organised, you should be doing your job, and you should be clearing it. And on the other hand, it's because <laughs> like, we've been so far behind with everything, we haven't we haven't covered certain things on set pieces so we understand our zonal system but then in terms of other aspects like today they had their I think it was number 18 um, running through it's like oh well I'm I'm in my zone I'm in my zone I'm doing this I'm doing this oh but what do we do the what is well what if they do this what if they have this movement we'd added on this week about dealing with uh, short corners because yep. we picked up on that from last week and went right because we're trying to layer things into the place there's a lot of information that I need to give the players but I don't I don't want to 
overawed them with, with it because there's a lot of information. So we, we're layering it up every week. So, you know, last week it was looking at short corners and dealing with that and who does it. They were better this week with that. I think this week we'll be doing some work <laughs> on how the runners might work, how they might come into your zone, how do you deal with it, keeping areas clear for the keeper to come out. She was unsure on certain things. We were honest at our time with each other and spoke about it and said, right, well, we've got to be better at that. And you could see... Early on in the second half, they did like Sophie did come out for one. It did result in a in a goal from the back post. And it was a good finish, to be fair. She'd listened to what I said. I wanted her to come out and be commanding. I want a commanding goalkeeper. Yeah. So th- there's certain things that we need to work on. So players know I can do this. I can do this. This is my role. This is my role. Um, and we'll learn from it. We, we have to be honest. So we haven't covered that fully yet. And this is the thing. I mean, there was a, a moment in the second half where. I think it was the first half, actually. There's two players. I think Dill was on the receiving end of the pass. Two players on different wavelengths. It's going to happen at the end Mm. of September into October where suddenly all these different wavelengths just align themselves. And this this just happens, doesn't it? I'm going to be really honest with you now. I walked into the changing room at one point today. I did hear someone say, so what's your name again? (laughs) Okay, and where have you come from? Because they are that new with each other. They are absolutely, like, the amount of signings we've made this week and people are like, right, okay, who's that again? And who's that, right? so these things are going to happen um, and I go back to the message I've said to the players we have to focus on controlling the controllables we can control being in at training Tuesday, Thursday and the things that we work on that lead into the game in terms of how we play we can control our fitness levels we can control the type of football we try to play we can control our attitudes even though the scoreline is, is the scoreline we control our attitudes yep. uh, because we're representing the badge so there's all these things that we've just spoken about as a team and I'll be reiterating again come training this week and, and um, well Paul might correct me I think it was Martin Buckham wasn't it who didn't go in for sliding challenges at United he was always clean as a Mr whistle. Immaculate yes yeah. exactly so some people they like their defenders not to do sliding challenges and stuff like that but I'm a big fan of Abby Carrington and it's good to have her back and she's played really well this afternoon you know, despite being in a defence that's conceded six it's good to have her back Yeah, there's certain qualities that she's certainly brought into that back line this week with being solid um, Sometimes as a manager you can see, you can tell when a player's going to go to ground you can read the body language you can read the speed that they start to approach the ball at and you can see she was going to go to ground but there's something in the way that she does it she times it perfectly and yeah. I never had I, I, well I'll flip it the other way I had full confidence in her making all these tackles yeah. um, and that as a manager is a fantastic thing to have because if we're going to play this system of a 3-5-2 slash 5-3-2 depending on who we play in she is acting as that sweeper and that is a key role for her so she's got all the attributes that I'm looking for and in terms of bringing her back to the club you know I've, I've thanked Abby for for having the conversations with me she's been really honest over the last few weeks and I respect people that are honest with me she wanted to have a look elsewhere but then she's kind of heard really good things about about the changes that we've brought in and it's really nice to, that she's trusting me and she has come back to the club and, and she's been a big asset today and, and she will be a big asset for the rest of the season. And, and when we were speaking last week, you, you said you know, you're going to continue to, to bring players in as, you know, as, as things progress. Um, Dill is another fantastic addition to, to the squad. So how's that side of things as we head towards Norton and Stockton Ancients now next week? We're still looking and building? We've, well, we've got another two players coming in this week to look at whether I'll be able to get them in and over the line for, for Sunday um, I've got I've got to assess them first and check that they're, they're what we're looking for but we are still light in certain areas I think if you look at that team today you had a number of new players in there we've we've, we've got Brock Dillon from Huddersfield we've got uh, Izzy Kershaw that's coming from Burnley yeah. 
who I thought she had a fantastic game and to say she's so young I don't think she's 18 Mm. yet she's done exceptionally well she's really that young Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. she had an exceptional game and I think she's got a bright future as well very good Um, we had a few players coming in obviously Alice playing in midfield alongside uh, Emily and uh, Shan today that's a new a new triplet that's in there um, so again like they've got to get used to it we, we've brought Becky in to go up top again we've got to do a little bit of work on that transition and, and how we break through our top two but you know the, the things that we brought in is we've brought in really good people and we've brought in people that are that, that are physically fit and I think that can, that can cope at this level we've brought in players that have got a bit of experience from elsewhere playing yeah. at higher levels um, and I'm really pleased with what we've brought in because we needed that experience. We were really young last week, really, really young. Um, and like I said, there's always a place for it in the team. I Izzy today, like I thought she was, she was outstanding, especially for a debut and her attitude to to try and sprint towards the end. And I literally had to yeah. tell her no, don't. <laughs> but that just shows the attitude that she has is fantastic, and I work with that all day. But we have to balance that out with experience. Um, the two players I'm looking at this week, um, both experienced again, uh, both physically fit. I've known them from it being in and around the game, so. I'm quite confident that they'll fit, but I am still still looking at a few things because we still do need to build. Um, we've got a lot of work to do, but we go again next week. And we just, just keep taking steps forward. Exactly, and that, and that's this, this was definitely a, a step forward this week from from last week. Um, not an unstock to nations, um, both of them uh, next week. I mean, what's your thoughts on on this challenge on, on Sunday? We, we've just got to keep going, haven't we? I suppose. Yeah, there's, there's, there's part of it where because of it's being a rebuild, we've got to focus on ourselves and we've got to focus on, as I said before, controlling the controllables, what, what we can do in terms of trying to nail down our style of play, trying to nail down our patterns, trying to nail down our defensive system, getting people used to it, trying to nail down our set plays. But then also we've got to be aware of, of um, what the opposition can bring as well yep. um, and making sure that we look for ways to, to nullify them. So as this game's now ended, as you do as a manager, I'll, my head will be turned now to, to next Sunday and, and we'll be looking at hopefully getting hold of some of their footage and have a look at it and look into what their strengths are, what we need to nullify and then what their weaknesses are and, and look at like how we could potentially utilise our strengths. And, and um, for me, do you know what? I want to be scoring more goals yep. because I think the, the game today could could turn if we'd definitely could have had one towards the end of the first half exactly and yeah. so, it, so that that could have been 1-1 yeah and then if you nullified yeah. the set pieces it, that's the it's way that the game, game goes yeah, exactly it's it is i'm not going to say fine margins because these are things that we can control in the long term you understand we've just got yeah. to get there we've just got that to have that bit of time to to nail down that work because there's so many new players but i want to be scoring more goals i want to be exciting i want to be getting our wing backs forward you know we're only going to be playing five at the back when we are up against tough opposition like yeah. we knew today it would be tough and i thought they did excellent in, in spells and we've got to look at those spells and build on them but then i also think this, there's times when i want to be getting our wing backs forward they're going to be the outlets they're going to be the ones then whipping the crosses in and, and getting runners on the end of it um, we've just got to get those goals and, and try and be a bit more attacking over the next few weeks as well that's what I'll be looking at well Jenny Swarbrick women's team manager big thank you for joining us so soon after the final whistle like I said I, I thought this was good today you know an improvement from last week so congratulations on that front good luck in training this week and we'll catch up again next week thank you welcome to part three of our August bank holiday triple header here we are at Stainton Park for FC United against Radcliffe. Sato Paul is with me. Hello, Paul. Hello. One thing about these bank holiday games is the turnaround. And it's not just FC United. Radcliffe are the same. There's players on the bench, I'd imagine. John and Bernard would have liked to have started today. It's about juggling your squads. But we're going to need to be on it today. What strikes me looking at the two sides and to the two benches as well is, is it's experience against younger players today. 
what John and Bernard have done is gone out and recruited lots of experience in their side, and you can see why. Um, what sums them up was their game on Saturday, where they went a goal down to a horrendous goalkeeping error, where the keeper let the ball roll under his foot and they scored, and they missed a penalty, but still bounced back to win 5-2. That shows you the character they've got in the team and the attitude. And looking at our record here, I always thought it was a reasonable ground to come to, historically. It's not, though, is it's, it? It's won three, drawn three, lost three. <laughs> and even more damning, in league action, we've only won one in five visits. So it's not quite the pot of gold no. that it seems to be. I, I don't get good vibes about this ground at all with regards to our chances, and less so this season with the team that we're facing. We, this, were, this we, were, we were bullied last season. Yeah. And this has got the air, if I may say so, and be a bit pessimistic. Sorry, Armchair Army at home. This has got the air of the, the Marine game, for me. You think? Where I'm like, oh, how are we going to cope with this? Because when this team gets a roll on, they've shown it in this month, they really do go for you. I think a draw today would be an excellent result in many ways. The biggest blow is obviously Michael Donoghue um, joining uh, Monroe as uh, on the list uh, in the treatment room now. But I think he was already kind of planning ahead with, with Venice and Griffiths, and they start today. And I think he deliberately gave McLaughlin 90 minutes yes. on Saturday, which means he knew he wasn't going to play him today from the start. And the worst scenario was coming here with a lot of tied legs. That would have been playing into Ratcliffe's hands. But I think we've made some shrewd adjustments to Saturday's side, so we've got some fresh legs, and hopefully it'll see us out. Do you have a point to make as well about the FA Cup? That's coming up next week where you'd imagine the likes of Coulton and Zuck will get their opportunity. It's a great chance to rest some legs yes. next Saturday and I'm sure he'll take that opportunity. Um, anyone who's not featured much will definitely get a start. Especially the full-backs. And I have to say it again, I'm fed up with saying this, but Czech Tiam, was, it was another excellent performance on Saturday. Um, Guy Hall we gave man of the match. Could have done that on Tuesday as well against Ilsen. Those two, so good the last couple of the games. I hope the two fullbacks have got enough left in the legs for this afternoon. Yes. Because that's always the worry, isn't it? They're the ones that put the most mileage in. And we mentioned uh, McLaughlin having a good game. I felt Oliver had a good game as well on, on Saturday. How important is it, Oliver and Jones today, that they continue that trajectory they've been on since Stafford? Well, we know all about Radcliffe's goal scoring, and it's not one player, it's sped through the side. So we've got to be on our metal from all directions this afternoon. It's all about this opening first bit of the game, really, isn't it? And how we react, because Radcliffe have been really good in this opening month. Last season, we got bullied off the pitch from start to finish. We never got in the game. We only lost 1-0, but we never looked like getting back in the game. We've got to put up a bit more formidable opposition to that game and stand up for ourselves a bit when we need to. Well, it's looking like it's going to be a brilliant bank holiday crowd here at Stainton Park. So without further ado, let's hand you over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. This is FC Live, brought to you by constructedcoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. Live team stats are available this afternoon at liveteamstats.com. Thanks to our friends at Constructed Coding. But here's your expert commentary team. It's Stats Up All and a big welcome back to the celebrity around these parts. Mr. James Quinn. Ratcliffe now. And this is a brilliant run and problem for boys. And what a superb goal by Ayibo. He beat 
player after player after player there. And then he beat uh, Boys. And a superb individual goal. And the left fullback gets Radcliffe on the score sheet straight away. Ayibo on the left flank. Now Ayibo to cross it. Nice looking ball in. And it's 2 0. And FC, I'm afraid, a bit of sleep there with nice cross from Ayibo. But uh, Ennis is uh, complaining about something. Offside, James. That's what they're asking for, but they haven't got it. Well, the flag stayed down. Is it Dudley, Paul? Yeah, Dudley scored. Far post, nice delivery. And it, oh, dear. It's 3-0. Matt Sargent wins a header, and boys, I'm afraid. It, ball, it bounced awkwardly, but he surely has to get a better, stronger hand to that. It brushed his arm, really, and goes in. And it's Ratcliffe 3, FC United 0. FC give the ball away again. This is Sargent. And now Adams. Adams out to the right-hand side. Sargent in space. He's onside. Into the box. Sargent looking for number four. Plays it across. Going to be a tap-in for Dudley. And it's four. And FC United being uh, cut to ribbons here. Cohen comes in. Shot. 5-0. Great shot, that. Uh, down the far end, so uh, delay in uh, spotting the goal scorer. And it's now Radcliffe 5, FC United 0, and there's still 24 minutes to go. There it is, full time. Radcliffe 5, FC United 0. Paul Henson, what went right for FC this afternoon? I thought some of the passing and movement in the first half was very good. Um, if we're sticking to the good bits, um, we didn't concede for the last 25 minutes. Go back to the first half, you're right about the football, it was good. We said at half-time the problem was, going forward we created chances but didn't test the goalkeeper enough. And at the back we conceded three very, very soft goals. The first one you could say is brilliant, he's got an amazing run. But he's gone right through the middle of our midfield and defence and nobody's thought, let's cut this out. He just went straight through. Then there's a second goal. There's an argument about offside. We can't comment because we're behind the goal. And the third one, there's a bit of backing in, but not, not enough, I, I think, to interest the referee with this season's rules. But there are three soft goals there. We were heading in at half-time, 1-0 down, having played some decent football, like you say. But when you go down to three goals at half-time, that's the game then, isn't it? I think the players knew this was going to be a very difficult test. And I just feel that they lack conviction at both ends of the pitch today. Maybe, maybe. I think I go back to the... I'm very cautious when you've just been beaten 5-0 to not go to the other end of the extreme and say FC United have been rubbish today and deserve to get beat 5-0. I think some credit and a lot of it has to go to Radcliffe. Radcliffe have scored a lot of goals this season and you can see why after that 90 minutes. But to get anything today, yes. we had to defend really yeah. stubbornly as a unit. We had to be resilient. And within the first few minutes we, we and failed. And we yeah. First challenge we failed at by allowing Ayibo to just waltz through. And there was a second time that happened about five minutes after and that time boys uh, I think came to our rescue if memory serves. It's a tough afternoon. And it was always going to be a tough afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we're going to be joined by Neil Reynolds straight away. Um, so we'll hand over now to James. 
and uh, who's going to be interviewing Neil Reynolds. And Neil, thanks for coming over so quickly. Um, 13 goals now conceded away from home, just one at Broadhurst Park. Um, what's your uh, impressions of the goals conceded today? Were they credit to Ratcliffe, but from your point of view? Soft. Soft goals. That's not mince words. I've just said to the lads out there, I'll always take it when it goes wrong. I'll own it, but question marks. Two, five, five zip performances away from home. We could drive a bus through the middle of the park at times. We know we've no Donahue. We know we've no Munro. We know we couldn't play Deck McLaughlin today. We should have enough experience in there that, that you don't go wide open. That, that was that was painful to watch at times. First goal, uh, brilliant individual goal, or um, just no, no. the waves parted? Waves parted, right down the middle of the park. I'm saying the same things here. So the same things at half time. We made a couple of substitutions, but I thought Jan Palinkas did really well when he came on the middle of the park, not his natural position. I thought Deck did really well. But uh, honestly, there's a lot of work to do. But we all know that we're a lot better when Donahue plays and Munro plays and stuff, but you can't come away from home and concede goals the way we've conceded today. They're not, you just can't do it. Good creativity in the first half, um, but the lacking of final decision-making and end product. Yeah, just, you know, we're trying to shoot when we should pass. We're trying to pass when we should shoot. You know, we had a lot of ball first half. Uh, the dressing room, they weren't even happy at half time, the way we played. But uh, disappointed today. Disappointed in performances. Not in terms of individual performances, in terms of information going out of the park. That's that's not good enough. Well, how does this affect your selection of on Saturday home, the FA Cup? You may have been tempted to uh, to rotate. Well, you may rotate for different reasons. Yeah, now. I will rotate for different reasons. You know, young Pav come back in you know Lewis Coulton is, is out of the squad at the minute you know Jan hasn't had as many minutes as we want him to Deck McLaughlin hopefully we can get him fit fully fit this week you know Nick Ballardo sat it out today because he was really tired and, and fatigued but it's listen we, we're going into the FA Cup game or we will do any other game wanting to win it but we can't capitulate is it capitulate the word, right word I'm not sure if they took the chances or if we just folded but I don't, th I don't think we folded as such. I just think we gave too much space. It, I mean, they are a, a very good side and they're a very big side compared. And, you know, you have a young side and not particularly big strikers. Is that also a factor? It's a, a really challenging game for these young players, some of who are learning their trade. Listen, I'm not I'm going to say anything. You know, people probably get bored of it. They're, they're signing National League players here, National League North players. They're on a different planet to us. But we can still stop the goals from going in. Juno Obi's been around this level for a long time. Juno's a great player. You give him space, he's going he's gonna to exploit it. The, the first goal is scandalous. It's scandalous. You know, but again, it's that joystick controller, but are we, are we too nice at times? And the side have shown they can bounce back, so you'll be hoping for that to happen again. I know they'll bounce back. You know, I know they will. They're all hurting in there. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be mad at their own performances. But I go back to it, you know, if Max Kane gives the ball away 90 yards away from his own goal, he should be able to give the ball away 90 yards away from his own goal. Should touch early, Boris. We can't part the way we parted. So, you know, the, the criticism, well, no one needs to say it because I've seen it today. That's lads not taking on individual instructions. And if you don't, unfortunately, you know, you fail your exams in school if you don't take instructions or you, or you don't get football teams if you, if you don't listen to instructions. So there's nothing different from it. Certain individuals need to go away from here today and go, have I done what I've been asked to do? And, and, and unfortunately, you know, the answer is no. Uh, but that's, as a manager, that's what I'm there for to, to kind of pick and, and change sides, but also lift people back up because we've got to, we're going to need a bit of lifting. Well, thanks so much for joining us uh, so quickly, Neil. Uh, tough luck today, but we'll uh, see you again on Saturday for the FA Cup. Cheers, James. Ta. Thanks, Neil. Neil Reynolds there joining us at full time, and uh, I think that's enough from us, James, <laughs> to be honest. 
Uh, FC United taking on Barlick Town next week in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. Join us on Saturday for that game. It's a 2.30 broadcast start for us here on FC Radio and a 3 o'clock kickoff, of course, at Broadhurst Park. And uh, don't forget as well, women's team live on Sunday. FC United hosting Norton and Stockton Ancients. 2 o'clock kickoff at Broadhurst Park. But, of course, you can join us for full commentary on Sunday afternoon as well if you can't make that game in person. Big thank you to you, James. Big thank you to Stato Paul. Big thank you to Neil. Big thank you to our hosts, Radcliffe. Big thank you for joining us. Have a lovely remainder of your weekend and you'll be hearing from us again very soon. You take care. Bye-bye. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.